0: And welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is known in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. The best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe. Best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders, bringing to you episode 123 of the Hey Eintracht Frankfurt podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, that is at KCSGE. Follow the show, that is at HEF Pod on Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook, where we have the latest uh, news covering the Eintracht in the English language posted there, in addition to new episode drops as well. And that is facebook.com slash H-E-F pod. So you can also get in contact with the show uh, via the old-fashioned email format. That is heyeintrachtfrankford at gmail.com. So I do not do this show again, and we have the full lineup returned we have in the western hemisphere nathan in st louis hello buddy
1: hey brian i'm trying to avoid uh drinking what i'm drinking for hashtag what are we drinking
2: <laughs> <laughs> i might need to fit a refill as well at some point yeah. exactly exactly
0: uh yeah so we're gonna get to that real quick um Also, have a uh, uh, quarantine HEF pod beer chug challenge for anyone who wants to uh, come at me (laughs) (laughs) with that. We also have Roman and Bad Febel joining us, not from San Francisco, but joining us from the Eastern Hemisphere. Roman, how are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like I said, I had to flee the States. Like the minute uh, our president announced the lockdown, I was like, I gotta get out of here. Gotta get out of here. So that's what I did. I'm I'm in lock. Well, I, I. but basically, it's the same anywhere, right? Since we're all just at home, you know, like whether we're at home here or there or anywhere. You know, we're at home.
0: True. In tr- true indeed. Get
2: where you need uh, to be.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh, quarantine Central for wherever you happen to be in the world. It's a, it's it's an interesting, ever-changing landscape. You know, we went from uh, playing uh, Geista... Uh, Geistespiel. Uh, I think that's uh, the. Yeah, very the, good. Geistespiel. Yeah. For the Geistespiel, for uh, the ghost match, <laughs> the games behind closed doors. You know, we played one last year in the Europa League where we went to Marseille and we beat Marseille. And for whatever reason, uh, we couldn't beat Basel. So, you know, that ended up biting us right back in the bum. And we we're hoping that we could play more Geistespiels. Uh, to be able to fulfill more fixtures in the calendar, but that did not happen, and so ever since our three 0 thrashing at the hands of Basel, which, ugh, uh, boys, we have not had any football to talk about. There is news on the Eintracht and other, you know, rumors a lot and stuff. Yeah, quite yeah. a lot of news. But I mean, the way we went into this uh, Corona shutdown was pretty meek indeed. It looked like. Uh, it looked like the way that we would play under Niko Kovac, uh, you know, just suddenly, you know, can't beat, you know, can't beat a, you know, a high school team. And, you know, we get bailed out again from um, by other uh, by other quote successes and other things, you know, helping us out. You know, we beat Bremen in in the Pokal and then we flop in the Bundesliga and then Europa Pokal.
2: Yeah. So, Let's uh, let's not talk about that shit anymore. You know, let's look forward to more work. like was mad shit, you know, and uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Like I don't know what happened to these friends, right? and 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 yeah, there was something. There's something yeah. foul in the state of uh, Frankfurt, so to say. Um, yeah, we'll see. We're, something we're, going on. Something going on. We don't know what. Right? It's not normal that they kind of like. Lost to Basel like in that way, you know. There's no lame excuse. A Basel Um,
0: team who hadn't played a competitive match since they went into their own winter break due to uh, their own local authorities saying, "Yeah, we're gonna take a breather," um, not knowing what the heck's going on with this coronavirus, and you know, go figure that you know it ends up shutting everyone down, and they made us out to be uh, look like fools.
2: Yep. 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 So Corona came in a good in a good time for us. (laughs) <laughs> Definitely. Could have been like two days earlier, you know? Two days earlier and the whole game, you know, wouldn't be a ghost match. It would have not have happened at all. That would have been the best, uh, the best of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's just play next year, you know? That's like my theory. Next game is going to be February 2021. We're just going to finish <laughs> the 2020 season. Just a year delay. Yeah,
0: so in theory, you know, you have all these players who are getting – Still paid. Some players uh, from some clubs are, you know, being docked their wages uh, so as to allow, you know, your match day staff or your just kind of regular full time staff. Uh, I mean, some in 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 the cases of you know your Bayerns and your Dortmunds, you know, that's like three, it's like seven hundred, eight hundred people. And in Dortmund's case, randomly, they are the second biggest employer in the city of Dortmund. And you know that's that's where every, not a lot going, down, there. There's not <laughs> lot going on. there. There's not a lot going on there. Yeah.
2: Well, I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh golly! So guys, it's been quite a roller coaster ride for the Eintracht. You know, we're in the semifinals of the DFA Pokal. that is yet to be cancelled. Uh, we've just had those dates pushed back, yeah. so you know we can at least uh, have another match up with De Bayern in Munich. You know that will mean that we have two trips to Munich uh, to end um, the season. Uh, that's in the Bundesliga and in the Pokal. Which you know that uh, that just sounds horrible because you know we really, really, really wanted Sauerbrücken. You know, just just to be yeah. selfish i mean but how, do, how do
2: we how do we see this moving anyways like literally i do not see us getting back to play i mean we had two cases in frankfurt right two players uh, with coronavirus yeah. and you know how, how are they supposed to go back to practice how are they supposed to play you know like the minute one gets it you know like the whole team gets it and then the opponent team right. gets it you know like how are the, like without a vaccine how the fuck are they supposed to play you know, I mean, either they say, okay, let's infect everyone right now. And then two weeks later, you know, like everyone is safe to go because, you know, they're all immune. But other than that, you know, how they're supposed to say like in June, like, okay, now infection is still the same likely as ever before. But for some reason, let's play now. And then they're going to have like a uh, – and then instead of uh, a um, – uh, a, a, a a muscle ache or uh, instead of uh, another we just have the news, oh, this player is going to be out for the next uh, 15 days uh, because of coronavirus and, you know, he can like, wh- how are they supposed to do this? You know, I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, do they want to kind of like yeah. quarantine them like completely like locked them into something where they cannot where they do not have any outside influence to get the fucking virus i don't know how they're supposed to to go playing the
0: players are you know, look the players are pretty bored in and of themselves i mean has anyone seen the tiktok videos from gonzalo paciencia i mean it's a i mean it's a video showing him that and the lines are literally. I'm in my house, but I'm in my house bored. I'm bored, but I'm in my it,
1: house. I'm in house bored. I mean, he's he's one of the few that have tested positive for it, right? Well, I, um, which,
2: about I, mean, the I don't
1: know the which I don't. I don't think the
0: cl- the club still, so far as I have seen, has not uh, said which of the two players have you know been tested positive. But I mean, I haven't gone through everyone's social media accounts, whether it be Twitter or Instagram, I and mean, not all the players have all that stuff. And you know, you can't tell if those guys like you I mean, that's one way that you could find out if those guys are testing positive. I'm pretty sure it's not Timothy Chandler when, you know, he's doing (laughs) sit-ups with his wife and they're passing the baby around (laughs) as they do it.
2: Basically, they all seem like Marco Fabiani, you know, all the time while he was here, you know. (laughs) Them on Corona is like Marco Fabian every regular day, right? So I don't know. All right.
1: (laughs) Oh, I don't know. So, what a fella. I what a <laughs> exactly. fella.
2: I, I, I miss his social media. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. He's still
0: out there. He can still be seen. Congratulations also to Carlos Asado as he just welcomed another child into this world. You
2: know,
0: good cool. uh, on uh, cool. former players, you know, having stuff For going it. on in, you know, the real world, something that matters. In the real long term, as opposed to you know just playing a game that a couple people show up for, watch be- watch beers, uh, watch the match, drink a few beers. Yes, I oh watch wait, beers. you know so so uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> I drink watch beers. beers. Go down the of <laughs> people. Uh, our our brains are getting fried at this point in time. But oh shoot, that kind of would take out what we like to do just for fun here. On
2: hey, I tried Frankfurt. So yeah, but how do you uh, guys see the how do you guys see the season continue? Like wh- wh- what is your what is your imagination? Say like how they're gonna go about. Well, it. I mean, they say ghost games, you know. But like, what is that a solution to the problem? Like, I don't know.
0: I don't think that's a, solu- a proper solution because look, yeah. what is the what is the German game you know known for? It's known for its fan involvement, its fan atmosphere. That is what sets the Bundesliga apart from your Serie A, your La Liga, your Premier Leagues. You know, that's what makes the teams the teams because you know you go each team has its own unique sort of game match day atmosphere and if you remove that then it real I mean that we saw how the players played when you didn't have the fans you know kicking them on it probably would have meant a totally different result when we played against Basel and you know sure we could it could I mean we could do really well from you know playing from behind closed doors but you know that would only—I mean—your match day revenue. Uh, one one club's match day revenue, for example, one of the smaller, the quote bigger team, established team with a smaller stadium is Bremen They get un, just under two million euros per match day. Now, there's still quite a few match days that are left to go in Eintracht's calendar, and that te- that wipes out, you know, what ten. Fifteen million euros in match day revenue in and of itself. So all right, that's wiped out. Okay, are you going to be able to subside on TV money? Which so long as you play ghost matches, the TV companies are technically happy because their obligations have been met.
2: they have about twenty but, I mean, to thirty thousand viewers more, you know. So <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, the it's not exactly what the companies paid for they paid for these big full stadiums to be played and that the full the matches being played the full the stadiums are just not full
2: yeah
1: so i i i have i have a theory but it's all couched in the fact that we don't know shit about this virus and all these things that that it just all the questions that remain but um so i i Personally, I, the perspective I have is that no, like no, like sports should be played until 2021. But yeah. we'll see if that's actually the case. A lot of public health things seem to indicate that that's epidemiologists seem to indicate that we should just lay low for that amount of time. But I mean, the thing is, soccer's physical, so even if you have ghost games, there's there's the potential threat for players to contract it from other players. Yeah. So, like, I don't see, I don't see a lot of player agents and things like that, uh, allowing for play to persist. If it, if it protect, if it can impact, you know, the player's ability to, to make money. Um, the thing we know about COVID is that it affects your rep- respiratory system. So if you get it, even if you, um, come through the other side, it might detrimentally affect your ability to breathe, which is an important part of soccer. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of questions about that i I and I, so I uh, couched everything in that like if if they were to play it would be ghost games there would probably be travel bans for players because uh, travel would just uh in you know exponentially increase the chance of getting it um obviously no fans but i, I <sighs> Brian and I were talking at the end of the episode la- that that we tried to record and it failed um for the fans out there. but was i was I was thinking that the way forward might actually be like we were talking about how in the u s they might need to start stop thinking about like playoffs and start putting more emphasis on the regular season in terms of uh, regular uh, the major sports in the u s. But maybe like they should they should think about. Uh, a playoff system for pr- uh, promotion and relegation, um, and just think of it in that in that regard, and and move forward from there. But that's a UEFA, UEFA decision, so I don't I don't know how that works.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be a crazy uh, crazy situation, and we'll see how. I mean, yeah, and and yeah, how it, for younger teams and and uh, or not younger teams. But you know, like lower-level teams, and I mean Frankfurt, I think is quite safe. You know, I think we got some cash from the, from the purchases from the sell with from the sales we made last year. And yeah, we're things, one of the but...
0: few teams that are going to come out at the other end. But you know, your other teams that might not be in situations that will be inducive for a lot of money to be flowing in. Uh, your Freiburgs, your Mainz's, who are located yeah. in much smaller. Oh, what? Are going to get rid of? Cities, of are we going to yeah?
2: get rid of Mainz? That would be. That's okay. Attractive. Yeah, <clears> throat>
0: throat> throat> That's, okay. <laughs> That's okay. But, you know, uh, I mean, who really wants? and Paderborn, I guess, could be thrown in that same lot. But, you know, a lot of these uh, lower division teams, and I've quite, heard quite a few th- different things here, there, and everywhere, you know, uh, locomotive Leipzig has had to um, yeah. sell ghost tickets for a ghost match to be played, to be uh, able to yeah. make sure that, you know, um, you yeah. know, to be able to make sure that um, wages are going to be met and everything else. And, you know, that's in the third division. And they have their, I mean, Kaiserslautern has announced that they are selling their top three assets, their top two forwards, and their top goalkeeper wow. to make sure that the wages will be fully met. And they've had to ask for, hey, this needs to be coming in a lump sum. It needs to be done now. And uh, I forget who bought their attackers, but I do remember that their young goalkeeper. Their young Manette Minder, and that, you know, they had a good run in the Pokal. Uh, I think they made it to the third round, and that was one sellout in their match versus Mainz, and then a couple other matches in this yeah. gargantuan stadium that they actually play in, way bigger than what their current needs are. You know, they had to sell that to Leverkusen, who is one of the four teams who made this. I guess you could call it emergency fund. Uh, Dortmund, Leipzig, and Bayern uh, each contributed five million okay. euros. Which you know, even if you split that amongst all the non-donating Bundesliga teams, you know that still doesn't even replicate the match day income right. uh, oh, yeah. for like almost any Scary. like any Bundesliga club. You know, maybe powder because their stadium is just. That small at 15,000. But, you know, most of your second division teams of uh, Bochum, You know, so I saw something that said that Bochum gets about half a million euro revenue from a match day. And, you know, it's not even a million euros if you split it amongst all the teams. You know, Frankfurt could abstain because they're one of the teams that, you know, is in a position that could. Uh, Your Gladbachs, I would hope that maybe your Kohns, uh, Hertha, since they have the money there. You know, Hoffenheim, those guys don't need to You know, say, hey, we need this money for this big slush fund to float these clubs. And yet, even if a lot of Bundesliga clubs, you know, abstain from taking that money because they're like, no, we can actually get by on the worst of the worst case scenarios happening. Uh, which does make me happy that, uh, I w- in theory, that Eintracht would be one because uh, we have so many things uh, financially that are going our way. We'll talk about the stadium deal in just a gif, uh, yeah. but <laughs> not That's not funny. a big deal at all. Uh, but your smaller teams, they're going to be affected. Roman, I just kind of got to wonder. I think a, think yeah, even, yeah, I Reginald think Liga, you team. have followed Reginald Liga team in Bad Batfedlo. I mean, no, we're, I've got the league, we're, Liga.
2: Liga. we're just, we're just Hessen Liga, right? So oh, you're just um, Liga? Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, just, you know, amateur team, you know, so they're not professional. I think those teams, I mean, those teams are going to get by anyways. And I mean, I said that yesterday, the, the good thing is some people say it's the death of football and stuff. It's not, you know, like no matter how it's this is, of your you know, medium
0: to small teams, not yeah, your kind of localized teams.
2: Yeah, even like in bigger teams, and you know, like even it could—I mean, it could also hit like somebody like Wolfsburg, you know, because like depending on how much how much the economy is going to go into shift, yeah. you know, how much are they going to is, is is Volkswagen really going to be able to give to spend thirty like on the one hand, uh, uh, firing all these right. people, cutting down, you know, plants and whatever, but then spending thirty million or whatever on a on on a on, on a soccer project. You know, that could mean a similar thing for, like, Leverkusen, um, you know, even though, like, pharmaceuticals, probably they're going to make their buck out of it. Yeah, I, I, I
0: don't think that buyer is going to be yeah, any You know,
2: whatever, right? But, I mean, it could be also, <laughs> also. you know, like, for Gladbach, you know, their sponsor is the Postbank, you know, like, the banks, yeah. you know, how, how much are they going to suffer? And, yeah, we, when we talk about the stadium deal, you know, like, how, uh, I mean, of course, we're going to get our money out of that right now. But, you know, like, the banks are not what they used to be, you know, like... Yeah. You know, pre-2008, we would have been really, you know, would it would have been like the amounts would be like paid out of, you know, their portocasse, you know, out of like the the back pocket and now you know even for them it's a lot of money right so things Mm -hmm. are changing and after after the virus it'll be tough again you know so even though and here's my little thing that i i I like to say is like football is not going to die because no matter what's going to happen there will be people meeting out to play this awesome sports and there'll be people to watch and even if all the teams die out all these uh inks these incorporations and these Whatnots, you know these uh, deals, deals, and 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 um, uh, whatever, you know, I guess, and they're all going to die. May I'm not even saying they will, but even if, you know, there'd still be people meeting out on the lawn playing that awesome game, and then there will be people watching. So for us, suck true, soccer fans, we will always have a team we can support and follow. Hell yeah, yeah, no matter. Hell yeah,
1: so the the caveat to that that I would I would ask like what what is the what is the thought or the notion behind the the the, the bifurcating line between the uh DFB and the uh like the the Dritte Liga and below. Like yeah, because
2: so, yeah that's... all the all
1: the funding goes to the second league and the first league. Right. And then that third league is left on its own as the highest league in that particular, uh, yeah, it's got the, uh, it's got the most right.
0: amount of teams in like a in the so uh, until I guess it was founded in oh eight oh nine. Like it was all like second third division was regionalized, and this was the first national division. Now, from what I've read, you know the TV deal that is in place, you know it actually for these clubs, you know because most of them are you know they're they're not paying their players all that much. It's kind of like you know, uh, I guess you could say kind of in the US, like above the USL ranks, but definitely below Major League Soccer. And, you know,
2: mm.
0: so it's, it, they, yeah, they more depend on match day income than anything else. And this could really, really hurt them. But the only thing that helps them is the fact that their overheads aren't nearly as high as they are in the Zweite Bundesliga and Bundesliga itself, where, right. you know, like, Sure, Paderborn's been able to make this miraculous jump up, but the thing was, you know, they haven't been spending, like, you know, they're they're not spending a lot of money to begin with. So that's kind of how they're going to be able to. Why wouldn't they? (laughs) They they themselves are going to be able to survive this because they just don't spend – they haven't been spending money. And, you know, like, sure, the second division TV deal is a pretty nice uh, bump up from the second division to first division. But then you got to realize that, um, like, a lot of the clubs in the east are probably – just due to the economical circumstances, the clubs in the east are probably going to get just hit – by a monster right. truck, but one can only assume that you know uh that maybe playing these ghost matches will at least help them get because look you got the biggest thing there is a ticking time bomb that's here and i know we've kind of been rambling on about this but <laughs> players run <laughs> players contracts uh end and there's a number of bunch of players who yeah. are on the last year of their contract of which there are a couple players on the eintracht roster that end on the 30th of june and you know to all these leagues need to that are going to continue or are going to try and continue to try and get what they can out of the season so as to not deal with a possible worse scenario of insolvency and then having to restart the league at a crazy late time you know you have the fact that you know all contracts uh, that are players are on on expiring contracts. That deadline is right there. And unless FIFA does something themselves, you kind of can't get around that. And guess what? You know, you could have three matches left to go and Hey, guess what? Uh, Your three best players, you know uh, you have to make the decision of, Hey, are we going to stay up? Uh, should we spend the money on keeping this player for a little bit longer? Or should we just save the money and the wages now? Uh, because the financial, the financial like issues of like, is a player going to want to play three matches for you when he could then be wanting to hawk himself out to a new team?
1: You know, the, those, I don't, I don't don't see, I don't, I don't see UEFA changing any of those contractual obligations players anytime soon so i mean there are already players moving based on those contracts expiring so i don't see that happening but yeah i mean it's 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 a shame because there's a lot of players that i that i really respect and enjoy seeing on on frankfurt that uh perhaps will because of the situation that frankfurt is in right now mmm won't even consider uh, re-signing with
2: us, so I I don't I don't I don't know. It's 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 difficult, which will be tough anyways. Because like I mean, like let's say uh, we are out of Europa League, right? Let's just imagine. I don't think we can. However, exactly. they're going to continue. Uh, well, yeah, with the, susp- know the suspension this that
0: came down today. I mean, we would have been like really backs against the wall, needing to have a great miracle to be able to. Uh, Around the result that we had, which we were able to do, for example against Benfica.
2: Yeah, we could, we could, but it's right. going to be tough. But right. Odds-wise, right? So odds winning against Basel and odds winning against Bayern. Are possible, but they're very low. And then we'd be stuck with that shitty season right there. You know, we're like nowhere else to go. You know, so it could be that we, if we even finish this season, and without the supporters in the in the in the back, apparently that's a very uh, a bad situation for us either. You know, we'll finish the the shitty season with like you know some great games in Europa, some great games in in Dave Beboukal, but at the end nothing in our hands, right? With like I don't know the 12th. And how are we supposed to play, keep all those great players you know like um you know because like next season is going to be shitty too you know like let's face it you know we're not going to have a packed stadium in in october or november you know uh,
1: right. it's not
2: you know it's not that we're going to have a great atmosphere in, uh, in in december 2020 right yeah so yeah. um this is going to remain shitty um and we're not going to be in europa league well okay maybe we're going to be in the DFB Uh, by December and end of this year but that's about it you know so we could have a shitty season in a shitty circumstance luckily we do have some cash you know but even that burns through it pretty quickly you know I mean you know um yeah who
0: knows indeed well I'll say this much the suspension of the Europa League and the Champions League I think is gonna if we're able to start Utilizing ghost matches to be able to at least make a completion of the season to at least get the television match income, you know, to be technically completed because that still is a large portion of what uh, the incomes are for the teams in the erste Bundesliga, not so much the zweite Bundesliga or even the dritte Liga themselves, but then at least you're able to get that last uh, that last kind of payment for this year's TV rights in the bank, and hey, you know, if we really are going to be up against it, at least it's one less thing to have to worry about in fixture congestion. Yeah. We'll get what we, the money that we'll get for having made the Europa uh, TV-wise and prize money-wise by competing and uh, making it to uh, the round of 16 in the Europa League. Sure, we weren't able to get any further because you know, uh, uh, force majeure, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, came down to impede us. Guys, let's talk about something that actually is interesting to news to the Actually, Eintracht.
2: let me let me add one one little new aspect about it, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is uh, interesting about it, you know, because there are some politicians, you know, they're putting their thing up. there's like, they basically, what they're saying is like, we don't give a fuck about football right now, right? And we don't give a fuck about the few millionaires, you know, whether they get to play or not. You know, they got bigger big issues to fry. You know, they basically put like soccer or all decisions about whether they even allow to play, right? They're like, in, in their mind, you know, like every, uh, right now the, um, the, the, the shift of attention is like even more on like people who, on, 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 people who cut hair or, you know, like the people who sit in supermarkets, you know, their attention is way more in than some, uh, some, 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 some millionaires, you know, who like to kick ball and even, yes, they're uh, attached to it. Right. So the other. Um, uh, um, there are more employees to it but if the economy goes to shit they don't care about the 300 people that Antrag frankfurt needs to fire you know and or the other right. 20 teams right like this is not going to be of an issue if you have like 200 uh, thousands of uh, german uh, hairdressers you know of, of folding you know um, folding their business you know so until the politics right. really say okay now we're going to allow this shit again to happen you know right they, it's it's not gonna be easy you know like even from a legal perspective because then what if something happens right i mean you you don't only really have 11 players you got the whole staff right you make people like go there you still got security somehow right because like what if people show up you know you basically right. need, still need cops you got a medical team you got all the press you know that probably wants to show up or whatever you know i mean you can't f- football in a professional level and even the camera teams you know the camera people the tech teams behind it you know professional football is not 11 people playing against 11 you know it's like a, a couple of hundred you know that are there the ghost match you know even the catering because they 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 need the food they got to go to a hotel the night before you know like all these things they got to travel you know do they take flights like yeah, exactly. there are no flights right now how is frankfurt supposed mm-hmm. to go to berlin like are they going to go by bus suddenly is bayern now uh, taking the bus or are they chartering <laughs> Never. a plane or like <laughs> do they get their own plane yet where there's no money but do they, they charter their own plane you know like there's got to be an airport with a whole facility and this and that like guys like this is this is this is crazy like to there's and, and and we even start thinking about it you know let's say the past 30 minutes you know like if we would keep on going what this would entail you know we'd find more reasons for it not to happen every five minutes then uh, we can come up with reasons for it to happen every hour you know um it's 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 um it's insane yeah so here's my rant yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's wow
0: topic and now. what a
2: rant and what a rant in and of that um
0: yeah so topic changer i could have exploring. said the exact
1: same thing so yeah i'll put I'll, I'll be right out there with roman in terms of a rant <laughs> yeah, good
0: Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Because we got to look out for the little guys, but um, we were talking about uh, banks and like the impact that they would have, and we're switching one bank for another uh, with the Vod Stadion sponsorship deal. Now a lot of people have uh-huh. been kind of talking about this on social media, but uh, we're looking at five point five million euros per year for seven the next seven seasons, following uh, at the end. In- uh, starting on July 1 of 2020, uh, the Kollmetz Bank Arena, for sponsorship reasons, uh, will be ending its relationship with Kollmetz Bank as a sponsorship and will not be known as, well, it's still to all of us who really care, it's still known as the Wallet Stadion, but for sponsorship reasons, it will be known as Deutsche Bank Park. Well, I mean, We've all lived hmm, in the United yeah. States long enough to kind of be accustomed to this. Let's see Roman. You're a keen follower of the San Francisco giants. And I think that, I think they're that stadium's on its side of <laughs> second or third name, that nice one by the Bay. Uh, the, what I, I mean, refer to as minute Maid, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minute, I, see, Maid. Uh, St. Louis has uh, St. Louis and the, the dome football stadium has had two sponsorships and that's since when it was built in the mid nineties. And I don't know how many times I'm the arena re-rated. has been renamed. I mean, I think it's uh, the Enterprise is now the third, maybe fourth one, and I think you guys started off without having a sponsorship. It was like, it was like Keel and then Sabres and then. Uh, scott trade and i mean really? as americans we're used to we're used to this sort of thing whilst it's not as exactly as commonplace uh in europe and so it's kind of made some people kind of squawk and wail and i totally understand where they're coming from but i'll at least say this much uh that extra money will be will come in handy for the eintracht as they try and make sure that uh you know we're not so that we can avoid financial insolvency at the very least, whilst others will struggle.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, what what kind of, like, <laughs> it's uh, for yeah for us? It's a fairly new, um, uh, a new. New concept, right? Um, uh, yeah, and great. for us, it's going to be like the first name change ever. I mean, like I mean, the new stadium. I mean, there used to be the Waldstadion, but they basically tore it down completely. The new stadium has always been Commerzbank Arena, even though mm-hmm. like commerce, commerce, you know, and we're like the anti-commerce people. But then bank, you know, we're also anti-banks, you know, somehow. But uh, but on the other hand, there was always a thing like Frankfurt could be such a cool team if the banks would finally, you know, put some engagement in in the uh in, in the soccer team and now finally they're doing it so in, in a good way so i don't even know what to say right i mean like um it's uh i'm i'm, I'm glad that there's interest of large uh, corporations local large corporations that want to invest some money in it um question is the Deutsche Bank is not the cleanest of them all, you know. Like if you look at what they've been, <laughs> what they've been paying, you know, and in, in, in for bad deals and and, and money laundering and, and whatever, you know. But and you know, I mean, okay, they're they're just probably football is their first home, you know. <laughs> it's like you know, like, that's where you know, lots of money laundering happens anyway. Central, exactly. That's that's where they need I the laundering. I thought laundry. That was Liechtenstein in uh, Switzerland. The the yeah yeah. i mean like for that. soccer right but then who knows i mean I, I mean like let's not let's not put in speculation otherwise we get sued here um but uh, yeah so now we got the biggest german bank our is our sponsor um let's hope the bank will still be around in 20 how how long do they sign the contract for seven years no, seven so 20, years? yeah 2027 20, so let's hope they still be around in 2027 20, you know uh, you never know. I mean, like let's see whoever, picks up, people- the,
0: whoever picks up the ashes of that will probably uh, get the sponsorship rights or it might be completely broken. If, I mean, if that really came about, but I mean, I think we might have a few other things to talk about at
2: that point in time. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy. So I'm positive. I think it's a positive move, you know, so I think it's a good thing, you know, Um, it's, it's a good company to have, you know, it's a local company. Um, you know, many, many people in Frankfurt work for the Deutsche Bank, you know, and, um, you know, I think there's there's an interest. Yeah. I mean, I like the Commerce Bank as well. So they had the highest building. You know, so um, instead of yellow, there's going to be now some blue on the roof. You know, both colors don't really fit my my color scheme. But uh, um, you <laughs> know. Well, I mean,
0: look at look at uh, I mean. If I have to shed a good light on this, but I'm tish. Uh, look at the Allianz Arena in München. Uh, it is lit up red for when Bayern plays. It is lit up white for when the uh, the Die Mannschaft plays, and when uh, 1860 uh, played there, it will be lit up blue. So I mean, if. If they light it up in those specific, you know, to show that the Eintracht is playing tonight, that's kind of cool. Or the national team, yeah. Well, we'll see if that, if they return. Considering how much some of the ultras have been saying, Shai's a day at bay. Uh, (laughs) But I mean. Yeah, be. The scenes, this is more money for. This is more money overall to be helped out in terms of everything in regards to the stadium. And remember, you know, uh, it's far enough out. But in 2024, uh, the Vodstadion will be one of the host uh, major hosting stadiums for uh, the 2024 European Championships. So uh, that's something also to be considered that it will be able to help offset uh, the cost of. Adding more seats to the stadium. So here's hoping that that will assist us in that and making the stadium just better.
2: Yeah. And I like park. I think that's a cool idea. You know, it's different. You AT&T know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I know. It- Oracle Park, and now we got the Deutsche Bank Park, you know. So I'm fine with this. And even there were some rumors going around that, I mean, they're going to build the whole area, right? So the Deutsche Bank Park is supposed to be the area, you know, also with practice grounds, with all the other stuff, you know. All the old uh, Frankfurt Galaxy people will go crazy when I was like thinking, oh, my God, if they're going to start now a power party, you know, some that Frankfurt always hated. Uh, the, the Eintracht people hated about the Galaxy um, stuff, you know, but maybe whatever they're going <laughs> to, they build like a theme park around it. Who knows? Right. But the cool thing is they said that maybe they call the, the, the stadium itself, then Waldstadion, like kind of like Waldstadion im Deutsche Bank Park, you know, so, um, so that could be, I would say this would be a really smart move for the, uh, for the Deutsche Bank when it comes to acceptance by the fans. Right. So um, something like this, uh, they're probably not going to do it, but there would be there's probably like the April Fool's joke of the whole thing. But all in all, you know, there's some good potential in it, I think.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Gentlemen, I think that is a good stopping point where we can get into hashtag. What are we drinking before we go down a trip down yesteryear? Uh, to look at a little bit yeah. of Eintracht history before we uh, close episode 123. So uh, stick with us uh, just a little bit as we talk about what are we drinking? Roman, what are you drinking?
2: What was I drinking? That's more the question. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> In the little break that we do, I have to go get another one, actually. you know, I had a Licher. I was drinking a good old Licher beer. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm local little north of Frankfurt good old Licher beer Licher Pilsner so to say. Yeah they had, mm-hmm. they had they had, a, they had a case of Licher here in the local uh, shop for like 8 88 so like like for what they be like like uh 24 bottles point 3 Ooh. for less than 7 dollars no uh, like 10 bucks that's pretty good. You know? That's That's very pretty good freaking place. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a good beer too, you know, so it's not even like cheap shit, you know. It's not like it or yeah, I know. So was, I was going uh, to say, that's weekend. about
1: that's about what I get rolling rock for, for 18 cans. and yeah. uh, <laughs> true. That's uh, rolling rock. <laughs>
2: yeah. Which I do it for camping. I love than, rolling Rock. It's at
0: camping. least better than natural light.
1: Mm, so. yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Well, it must
0: be my turn. <laughs> yeah, it's your uh, turn. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, sticking by my local brewing hall, Kansas City Beer Company. They put the I back in beer as their slogan is, and I am supporting them because they are doing a delivery, on, uh, delivery only pickup to make sure that their beer hall employees are kept kept on the payroll. And I am drinking uh, the the dark the dark Munich style lounge lager, and so uh, I'm drinking the dunkel, and I kind of forgotten uh, which one I'm on right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> But there's a little after that uh, I'll be posting the video, of course, of me quaffing one down later. So that's what I have for hashtag drinking? That's going to wrap it up for segment one. We'll come back with segment two. I'm drinking a margarita.
2: I was just about (laughs) to say, like, you forgot Nathan.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Nathan, you're drinking. You're the one who's not drinking beer. So what are you drinking?
2: Yeah,
1: (laughs) I'm drinking a margarita. (laughs) And it is about at the end of its life. I'm about to kill it good. Killing, I feel great. Is it
0: killing you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not yet.
2: Not yet. I should have Corona or
1: something. But... Oh, it's
0: delicious. Uh, we're having too much fun here. Uh, so, yeah, that wraps up for segment one. We're going to come back with segment two of Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt where we take a look down memory lane at the end of the 1998-1999 Bundesliga season which was mm. a tumultuous one for the Eintracht. So, stay with. <laughs> Okay. Indeed. All right. All right. Okay. And we're recording. And welcome back Jesus. to segment two of Hey, <laughs> and welcome back to segment two of Hey, I'm Drake Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast in episode 123. Wow. <sighs> I believe uh, that we've gotten so far. And yet uh, our other halves have all not killed us at this point. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, In some people's cases, that is. Uh, All things being said, we've talked a lot about uh, the ongoing stuff that Eintracht's been doing, and we wanted to... We occasionally will talk about stuff of yesteryears in Eintracht history, and I wanted to give a little credit to uh, the 1998-1999 Bundesliga season. Now, Roman, this is at a time when you were a massive Eintracht fan, and uh, before either myself or Nathan were fans, uh, Jörg Berger had come... (laughs) on the 19th of April to try and bring the Eintracht back to life. You had players like Yang Chen, who were also part of the Eintracht, a leading goal scorer for the Eintracht that season. We were in a race for the to survive, you had Wetter Bremen, you had Rostock, you had Eintracht, you had Nuremberg. Nuremberg actually thought that they were going to survive on the final match day. But, Rowan, take us through uh, your memories of the
2: end of the 98 99 season. Yeah, so that was <clears throat> that was the crazy time. That was, I would say, the roller coaster time uh, of uh, in, in Frankfurt. You know, where we basically had a new coach every three months or four months, or and we had a new sporting director every half year, kind of. You know, like it was super crazy time. And then Jörg Berger, um, you know, like after the big relegation was that ninety five, ninety six. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we got when we relegated the first time, and we got uh, back into. Uh, with Horst Hamantraut um, also one of my favorite coaches that we had back in the days uh, and then back to the Bundesliga and uh, yeah and then with Jörg Berger, like the se- the season final of course that was um, very dramatic i remember it was i was in the stadium obviously the 5 to 1 to Kaiserslautern and yeah, i mean i think you've all seen it on on youtube and how you can see like how how tight it actually was but i mean what i can say is that the odds for us uh, relegating were very high and for us making it was very low uh because i think i think when we went uh, my memory may be totally wrong but it, i think we had to win like by three goals or something uh, minimum and then mm. the others shot two or something so we needed more and of course it was time the time before um uh um, cell phones and before internet uh, remote internet so to say so it was a hot, sunny day in the Frankfurter Waldstadion. The only one, the, the, and, you know, I, I still remember, I mean, there, I, I don't remember a lot of it, right? Because obviously there was also some alcohol involved. But, uh, um, and I think we, we went to the game with like this, oh, we're not going to make it, but what if? And it was just crazy. And, uh, and yeah, we, 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 I, I remember that at the end, you know, it was always, there were these few people in the gay block. So we were at the gay block at this time, uh, which was like the black hole, so to say, of Frankfurt. And uh, there were like these few people. So it, it wasn't as coordinated as it's now, you know, it was like the couple who like tells what to chant, you know, it was like there were different groups within this little block. And, you know, it was like a very organic situation with chance and stuff. There's usually one drunk guy starting something and then others would follow. You know, yeah. they're super cool. I have, like, the best memories of this. You know, like, the, these drunk people, they're just like, you know, it's a like little quiet second. And then I was like, Aah! and then, you know, everyone would kind of chime in, you know. And, and and then they would be super happy because they started this big thing, you know. and Yeah, and, that. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, super, super good, good, good times uh, back in the days, but like nowhere near professional or uh, solid as it is right now, right? With a with a couple and you know like loud and continuous chants and the creativity they put in, like this thing doesn't exist. You know that it used to be like I don't know. I mean, a few chants, yeah. but you know, not not very special ones. Different, but anyway, totally different but still so much fun right so we were we were young you know the the the, the ticket was like 10 bucks maybe you know and we we had our our our, our location in the gate block you know always the same location um so you know it was all standing right so um yeah it was super cool it was it was a very good um good and we good were taking time. on
0: the raining uh Bundesliga champions, which they had their own great story in Kaiserslautern. They went down, and then they got promoted back to the Bundesliga. And that very next season, they won the Bundesliga. And, I mean, this was a team that then, you know, uh, they didn't make it to, they only got to the Champions League quarterfinals. You know, you had Bochum, you had Kaiserslautern involved, you know, because of the the result that ended up happening. That being said, uh, we're kind of wrapping up. Where we are talking about everything that is Eintracht Frankfurt. What yeah. to you is the. I mean, look, we're talk, coming from an American perspective. We haven't spent uh, most of our lives in Europe where we uh, don't have the playoff system, where we don't have a lot of things that are really the money drivers, where you can just be like, hey, you know what? Yeah. You know, 90, 95% of the NHL, NBA schedule, 90%, 95% is played. You know, just do an average right. point ratio and just say, you know what? call it done and just move straight to playoffs where the big money is. I mean, you know, you only, you only have a recent, uh, great fond memory, uh, to go off of just a little bit. (laughs) Just as an example, uh, to think, to think about when it does come playoff time. But I mean,
1: I'll, I'll say this. I mean, uh, there's a lot of talk about like what will be normal after this. And, uh, Roman, um, alluding to the fact that certain teams may not make, may not be solvent after this, but soccer will continue to be played sport, sports everywhere. are going to be under that same, that same, uh, premise, uh, here in the United States, we have something else to consider because we do put a lot of stake and thought into, um, the playoff system for better or for worse. And, um, I will say this if we just had, you know, even in the MLS, uh, you know, the we have playoffs and that's a controversial topic in and of itself, uh playoffs in in the MLS, but if you take away the playoffs, it puts a lot more emphasis and maybe um you know, like uh, like Europa, like uh, all the leagues in Europe, they have they have way, I mean they have one of the best TV deals because everyone watches around the world. And part of that is because it, it is important. The regular, the season is the season. So, um, there's stakes there. So perhaps there's some evaluation there of like what, especially in the MLS, I would say the other, the other leagues are a little more entrenched in terms of history and, um, you know, like what people expect, but with soccer, I mean, I think that there could be some changes there. I don't know. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of playoffs in soccer, so... You yeah,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You've had some with us there. there. Do you think that
1: what they need to do
0: is just say, look, if they really have to have a one unique champion since the, from the Major League Soccer standpoint, uh, since the there are two separate conferences uh, set down geographically, you know, maybe they have just a, you pick who had the best record of the two, they get to the host the one game, and then voila, you know. Look, when you don't yeah. have any promotion relegation, you know, that that cuts down the whole need right. of having to worry about all of the matches being played out in that sort of sense, but it also means that, you know, hey, the playoff structure, yes, it does create a huge buzz, but it it will allow them to cut down the season to make sure that it and this is, soccer is the only one of the five major sports in the, the North American continent that can do this, that they can cut out the playoff for system right. for the most part to just cut down on the season length and allow the next season to start at its kind of normal pace. It will mean that they will have right. a short off season, which, Hey, a lot of people already complain about, Hey, if your team doesn't make the playoffs, suddenly you are done in like early October. And then you don't have a game until mm-hmm. March. That is a very long layoff. And, uh, you know, baseball kind of is in that same category. Uh, we each live in our own communities where we have our own, uh, major league baseball team and you know major league baseball just this past weekend would have been starting its season with opening days so we're already now very weird uh, it's exactly very weird time i mean granted i think uh if baseball were to be able to literally a start you know okay you would cut out two months of your season well guess what 140 something games was not too terribly long ago. You just cut down on the number of games interdivision, and voila, you suddenly have cut out, you know, 15% of your schedule, and you're able to accommodate that. Whilst we both have a love of the NHL, the NHL and the NBA are in the same boat in that you got most of the season done. So most of the teams, for a lot of the teams, are pretty set in what half the playoff teams are already set. nearly 100% set in stone, you could feasibly uh, play out to um, maybe have the regular season, quote, restart. But know that, you know, any... Yeah, I know. Uh, You got to think, the NBA trade deadline is a lot earlier than, uh, than HL deadline, which is a big, big deal when it does come down to just kind of player acquisitions. And then you have these guys who basically wouldn't have a chance to prove with their quote, new team, really much more than what was played before the deadline. And, you know, you got to realize if you're a general manager, you're thinking, uh, what the heck, (laughs) what the heck do I do? It's like, I don't know if this guy is worth keeping around or not for the next season. And it's a lot of questions that need to, and it's a lot of money that would then not go into certain people's pockets. So I think that maybe the regular season needs to be restarted, but realize that, hey, you have – 10, 12 games. You need to cut it down to half of that and cut your playoffs down to best of five, not best of seven and just kind of go from there. And hopefully you'll be able to get the season done, you know, a month and a half later than normal. The fewer games will have been able to help cut down in the amount of time. And so long as the, now that the NHL has approved, I know this is very NHL-centered right now because we just have such love of it. Uh, mine for my avalanche, Nathan for his blues, the current reigning mm. champions of the world, and probably going to hit... Eh, with a little bit of luck, you might you might win the President's Trophy. I don't know. Kind of depends yeah. on how they, <laughs> how they do that. I mean, both of us will be cheering. Very hard
1: violent. to think about right now.
0: Exactly. Hard to think about, indeed. Nathan, we have waffled on enough about American sports, comparing that with... With what is going on in Europe with the Eintracht, I think it's a good time to uh, call it quits. Yeah. It's a hundred and third, hundred and twenty third episode of Hey Eintracht, Frank. Crazy. You know, when I started this podcast, uh, just recording in uh, my small apartment in uh, South Kansas City. I really did not think that it would <laughs> develop into something like this where uh, Itractarians are able to come, join, convene, and kind of share their experiences, share their opinions on the tractant. Anyone, any fan who is listening, you know, if you if you have any comments to lend to us, yes, we will we will bring those up. We will speak of them. And hey, you know, as we're looking for content to discuss, especially when it comes to attract, yeah. you know, send us your favorite moments uh, in Eintracht history, whether that is. If you happen to be uh, of the age where you have store where you can relate to the stories of the 59 team, we will do our damnedest to get that get the those yeah. you know, stories put out there. We are not well, we got a little bit of time on our hands now that so many people are working from home. We have a little bit of time on our hands, and man, a little it would bit would just be fun. If you have a fun fan story that you want to share with us, uh, feel free to drop us a line, whether that be on Twitter, that is at H E F pod or email the show that is Hey, eintracht Frankfurt at gmail.com. We'd love to put that out there and share yeah. you and your story with the greater Eintracht community.
1: Yeah, And I don't want to speak for anybody else, but in this time where um, I can talk to my neighbor from 30 feet away and that's about it. I talk to my family. I, if you, if, if y'all want to just reach out, and just have a conversation just to reach out if, if you want to do that or if you need it, i you know, I, I think we all need a little more interaction in our lives that, that is a little more personal. So hundred percent. If
0: someone is a, as a certain four legged friend is starting to say, Hey dad, time to wrap up. <laughs> <In the background. laughs> ah, love right. you girl. Love you girl. All right, Nathan, where can we find you on the social media landscape of the world?
1: You can find me on Twitter at N A J A K W A.
0: Roman, uh, where can we find you in the social media world? Woohoo! You'll find me on Twitter at SF Bay Eagles and Instagram also SF Bay Eagles. You can also find me on Twitter at KCSGE. And remember, follow us on follow us on Facebook. That is Facebook.com slash H E F Pod. And also on Twitter, that is at H E F Pod. So all of us here at Hey I Track Grayfruit.